Hi, I'm Elizabeth Benoist, and you're listening to Supergirl Radio. I think the CW are just trying to win the time slot war with Supergirl Radio. Supergirl Radio is going live every night of the week. How do you like it? It's becoming a human burrito, a plus or a minus. I don't know. It does seem snug. I mean, they say you are what you eat. Oh, Oh, no. So I do a podcast called Supergirl Radio, and one of our segments is Lena Luthor, boardroom or ballroom. She looks like a boss in this coat. Nasty Luther, like a different Luther. It's not just Lena being mean. No. <laughs> Helen Slater here. It's so fun to know that you're hosting a podcast called Supergirl Radio. Welcome to Supergirl Radio of Tomorrow, your source for Tom King's comic run on Supergirl titled Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow. My name is Rebecca Johnson, and unfortunately, my usual co-host Morgan Glennon is feeling a little under the weather this week. So please send her your well wishes uh, for her to get better. Uh, She told me today that she is uh, feeling a little bit better, but uh, she definitely needs some rest. So I've invited uh, some people to join me for this week's Supergirl Radio, and they may have to help me out because uh, my microphone uh, decided it just wasn't going to work tonight. So uh, so uh, hopefully uh, my iPhone will suffice and uh, we can uh, get this live stream going. So this is actually an experimental episode of Supergirl Radio because I'm actually controlling the live stream from my iPhone. So this is going to be the test stream yard to see if this actually works. Uh, so we'll see how it goes. Um, I'm also opening the floor uh, to other Supergirl Radio listeners. If you read Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow number two and wanted to discuss it, there is a video, there's a, a stream yard link in the video description below this live stream that you can click on and you can join the live stream. And in case uh, my iPhone ch- uh, charge goes dead i might need listeners to, uh, <laughs> to to do the live stream for me um so this will be uh i when morgan isn't here uh, everything just falls apart that's really uh what's happening so uh <laughs> so uh we will see how this goes but hopefully we'll last long enough to where we can discuss the issue and maybe bring in uh some other people if uh, if you all decide you want to join us uh so definitely be patient if you do want to hop on the live stream be patient and Hopefully, uh, I'll be able to see and bring you in. Uh, But definitely want to hear your thoughts. If you don't want to join the live stream, you can still um, uh, put your thoughts in the live chat. Uh, So for this episode of the podcast, though, we are going to discuss and review Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow number two, which was written by Tom King, penciled and inked by Bilkis Evely. And colored by Matt, or Mateus, that's how he told me to pronounce his name, wanted to make sure that that was correct, Mateus Lopez. The description for this episode, or not this episode, this is a comic we're reviewing. The description for this issue reads, quote, After the shocking conclusion of last issue, Supergirl and her new friend Ruthie find themselves stranded with no way to pursue Krim, the murderous king's agent. Each moment this fugitive roams free, the more uh, beings become dangerously close to dying by his hand. There is no time to lose, so our heroes must now travel across the universe the old-fashioned way by Cosmic Bus. Little do they know, their journey will be a dark one filled with terrors that not even the Maid of Might is prepared to face. Can Kara Zor-El lie long enough 
to ensure their safe passage, unquote. Uh, so this is a very cosmic issue of Supergirl. We're in space the entire time. Uh, so Donna, I know this uh, this was a, an, an issue you read, and so I'm very curious to hear your thoughts. Uh, we usually like to keep this pretty simple, these comic reviews. So what were your thoughts on this story? And you can, you can talk about any aspect of the story that you want to talk about, uh, but what are your thoughts on it? Um, I actually am liking this story. Uh, it's a, a different take of, uh, of Supergirl. Seeing her um, from a different perspective, I guess. She's, uh, to me, um, she seems a little battle weary, mm. maybe. Is it just by just some of the things that she's done or some of the, the way that she's reacting? Um but the story has definitely got me intrigued and, and to see, I, I want to know, uh, I know you and Morgan who I send get well wishes to uh, talked about it last week. I believe when y'all talked about issue number one or, or whatever week that was that, um, you know, you wanted to know why she was that way, you know, why she was drinking alone on her 21st birthday. Um so it's uh, it's an interesting story. It's an intriguing story. Uh, I, I'm liking where it's going. I'm liking some of the choices the writer is making. It's just going to have to wait and see where it goes. Yeah, I'm curious because some some people had an issue. I guess it was a little startling in the first issue of Supergirl's characterization. She's she's drinking. She's cussing. Uh, so did you have any issues with that? I was just curious. I had no issues with that. I mean, look, with everything this girl's been through, if she can't cut loose every now and then with a cuss word or, or a drink, then she's more mentally uh, empowered than I am. <laughs> so you're you're more willing to kind of go with a different interpretation if the story calls for it. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm, you know, I'm, uh, I'm a old school fan in that my first remembrance of Supergirl or Supergirl in the comics is coming to earth as Superman's cousin in the pod. And he takes her to live with him in Smallville and she becomes Linda Lee Danvers, the schoolgirl who ends up, you know, working for the newspaper. So uh, I love seeing these different interpretations. I mean, it's different from the one we saw with Helen Slater it's different than what we've seen in other comics. And it's certainly different than what we're seeing to a degree uh, on the show. So it's, uh, I'm enjoying seeing it. It's actually, you know, for her to be only 21, supposedly just celebrating her 21st birthday in this, she's got a lot of uh, uh, age and maturity on her. Yeah, and um, we get a lot of the description of Supergirl from Ruth Eye, from her narration and her right. descriptions of, of Supergirl. Um, so what, what do you think of the, the, the narrative uh, choice in the issue? So what I, think, what I thought was really interesting was uh, it starts off with uh, Ruth Eye's narration of her being stuck on this cosmic bus and it's smelly and it's grimy and... Uh, 
there's a, a big alien with snot coming out of his nose and, and he's all up in her space. And she's like, excuse me, sir. I, uh, there was, there was an understanding that we were to have a certain amount of space on this bus. And, uh, so I really liked the way that the issue was structured where that was at the beginning. And you get to see one scenario where Ruth, I says, if you mess with me, uh, the person sitting next to you is a mighty ro- warrior and she could mess with you if uh, if you don't do what I'm asking. And we don't really see, it's sort of played for a, a laugh a little bit, I think, because Supergirl's sleeping while she says this. So it, Supergirl doesn't seem like a very threatening character in that moment. But at the end of the issue, we do see uh, kind of a callback to that where it comes back and it's a similar situation where Ruth I is saying, excuse me, sir, you're in my space. <laughs> and, uh, and then Supergirl does act and she sort of smacks the guy and uh, everything is peaceful again. Um, so I, I, I liked the way that Tom King played with a writing structure and how he uh, was able to bring that all back together. And he even at the very end of the issue, it doesn't start with the sort of recap of issue number one. Uh That stuff comes at the end. We get the uh, answer about crypto. I think we think maybe RIP crypto. I think crypto may be, uh, may be dead here, but uh, I'm crossing my fingers for some sort of miracle. I'm I'm hoping not. (laughs) Uh, Sincerely. But I, I would have to agree with you on, on Tom King's, uh, the, the choices he's making, I am really enjoying watching, and you can see it not only in his writing, but you can also see it in the, and I know we will, you know, talk about the artwork and all a little later, but this, this sort of slow evolution and awakening of the Supergirl character in this. Mm. How so, how so, uh, would you say? Well, it's 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 like she's in a very when we first meet her, she's in a very dark place. So the colors are are dark or muted or shaded. But by the time we get, you know, midway through uh, this issue, when when Supergirl really wakes up and become literally and figuratively and becomes Supergirl. Um, the colors get brighter, bolder, more dynamic. A little warmer too. There's lots and, a, of and, a, and a little warmer reds. too. Right, yeah. right. So it's uh, it's it's an interesting evolution to watch. But he's doing it very carefully, very measuredly, and very slowly. And I'm loving that. Yeah, that's a really good point. At the the beginning of the issue, especially on the bus, a lot of the the bus is is blue and um i don't think we get really the the bright colors until uh supergirl transforms uh through red kryptonite in uh i think dissolvable lead is what it says uh she takes a red kryptonite pill and the red kryptonite actually has uh an effect that is uh as the silver age intended in in the silver age red kryptonite would give you two heads or it would turn you into a mermaid you never knew what red kryptonite was going to do to you and in this this issue uh it gives her fire wings which is something that's pulled from the uh peter david run of supergirl comics which is kind of the the most bonkers uh version of supergirl that you could get and so that was really uh, that made me very happy. I'm a well, big fan I, of the Peter David run. So so it was it was neat to see that I think that to your point, the colors became a little more color more colorful and bright when she took that red kryptonite pill. And I guess 
you know, the red pill is, as you would say, is like you're awakening to something, you know, hearkening back it, to the matrix. Even yeah. Just just before that, but uh, it, it, and it also goes to the point where she had to, or she was streetwise enough to know somebody on that bus had that, had, had a red, had a red kryptonite. You know, it was like, I, I need a fix to get the energy to be able to fight this thing. And I can't do it alone because we're not close enough to a yellow sun. Yeah, it was it was interesting because I guess it gives some insight into the culture of space in some ways that that I guess uh, maybe some uh, 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 more maybe dangerous people or, or people who would be t- I don't want to say dangerous, but maybe the clientele of this cosmic bus would be people who would be taking uh, a, a red kryptonite pill. I don't know if it was to be likened to maybe like marijuana or something like yeah. that. So something to give them visions or hallucinations. When you look at it that way, it kind of gives me a tone of um, more like a, a, and if I'm getting this wrong, I apologize to all fans of the show, but like a firefly society that everybody's trading or everybody's just on the, just on the edge of the law. Mm. Yeah. You know, everything's just a little shady. Yeah. Shady. That's a good way to put it. I was trying to find the, uh, the right word there to describe it, but, but yeah, so she does, <laughs> she does go in there and, uh, and, and needs someone to give her red kryptonite so that she can transform into something she doesn't know. Uh, but she, uh, gets, uh, her fire angel wings from the Peter David run to fight a space dragon, which made me very happy. I love dragons. Uh, so that was an exciting part of the issue. Uh, hang on a second, Donna. If, if I go away, I'm going to try to come back. I'm going to see if there's anybody uh, else waiting in the wings just because we're doing a call-in show. I just want to uh, take uh, monitor the situation, see if I can do it from my phone. It looks like I cannot. Yeah, so doing this from my phone is not great. I will say that. Sorry. <laughs> I'm trying to see because I can see guests in there, um, but I cannot see um, the, uh, the what pe- I'm seeing people that, come that, in. Yeah, I'm seeing that there are some questions in the chat. Yeah, so let's get to the questions. And my apologies to everybody if you're trying to get into the live chat. And I know we wanted to do a call-in show, and this is this is on me because my microphone messed up. Uh, but let's see, let's get into some questions. I believe that I can pull these up uh, from my phone. Uh, so it looks like Claudia says, uh, I haven't read the comic, but I have seen a clip of on Twitter of someone washing their hands. What was that about or what did it mean? Just curious. So Donna, what were your thoughts about the, uh, the hand-washing scene that goes on between Supergirl and Ruth Eye? I actually really liked that scene. Um, I think it was... Um, I think it was, if you'll pardon the pun, eye-opening to Ruth Eye about... You know, you can be this ruthless, strong warrior, but you can also still have um, not cleanliness. That's not the that's not the word I'm looking for. Um, but you can be concerned about um, your appearance or your your uh, or your. It's not sanitary uh help me out here Rebecca what's the word but it's it's but it was also too is 
Ruth I looking to Supergirl or Supergirl stepping up and, and saying, okay, I'm going to have to take this girl under my wing. She's not used to being out in the world or in this world. So I have to show her how to do things. Yeah. And so, and so just to give people some context, you should go read the comic. I'm not going to give it all away, but you should go read the comic uh, and support Supergirl comics. But uh, I think um, the idea of the scene is that uh, Ruth I has, she talks about in the beginning, which I think is really great from Tom King's writing, is that uh, he starts the issue by talking about uh, the the dingy, you know, the dingy environment of the cosmic bus and the 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 smells are so bad in there because people, you know, the other aliens are maybe a little smelly or they haven't been clean. And so she's talking about that and it leads her to remember the time where when she grew up and she and her brother, she has all these brothers and, uh, you know, they, they have authentic work that they do, which makes them very uh, dirty and smelly. And so she talks about how she would have to take a bath uh, on her home world and in her situation on the fa- on their farm to where uh, she had to use a rusted cistern and it was gross. And she was the last one to have to, to bathe. And, uh, it, and I think um, what does uh, Tom King talk? He says something about, um, uh, the the bath is something like it was dirty brown water. He he talks about the the coloring of the water and it's kind of gross the way he describes it. So it really it put me in this kind of stage where I didn't want to like think about how gross that rusted cistern was. But um, I like that he starts the issue talking about unclean. You know, uh, is uncleanliness a word? Uh, dirty, I guess, is the opposite, you know, of, of that, you know, it's dirty and smelly and unclean. And so it leads into this really emotional scene between Supergirl and Ruth Eye, where Ruth Eye has not ever really, I don't think it's my interpretation, she's never really been clean. She's kind of had a mixed result with that that washing in the rusted cistern. And so for her to be clean, having washed herself is a new thing for Ruth Eye. And so Supergirl actually shows her how to to clean herself. And I think the reason why I gravitated towards that moment and, and the reason that I think and I want to speak for for other people who read the comic. I guess I should just speak for myself. Um, in that scene, Supergirl mentions her mother and how her mother was um, strict about washing her hands. And this is a, a, a way that Supergirl opens up a little bit to Ruth Eye. And they have a connection about uh, their pasts and their families, you know, the deaths in their family. And it leads to a big moment in the issue where uh, Ruth Eye asks Supergirl a question uh, about whether or not she uh, ever felt like she needed to take vengeance upon, uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Krypton's destruction and the death of her family. And of course, you know, how, how would you even do that? Uh, I guess in this scenario, uh, but uh, Supergirl tells her no. And, uh, and Ruth, I suspects that maybe she's uh, regretting that. that, yeah, that it's, she- a, it's a very significant moment in the comic. I mean, Oh Yes. It's, uh, but it's, it's done so beautifully, you know, it's, it's, it's not even, it's as if, you know, it's not just, uh, you know, washing your hands to get clean. It's, it's sort of a a cleansing of, of, 
of past sins or so. Is- yeah. Yeah, a lot of times uh, I, I think of Macbeth every time a, a, a character in a scene washes their hands. Because, you know, in Macbeth, Lady Macbeth is trying to wash all the blood off of herself and take the, take the, the bad things she's done away from her uh, and off of her. She's trying to wipe away all the, like, to your point, the, the sins of what she's done off of her. And I, and I don't know if that's exactly what Ruthie is doing in this situation, um, but there is, a, I think, a cleansing that's happening. Um, so that is a very significant, to your point, Donna, a very significant moment in the, um, uh, in, the, in the comic. And Paula makes a good point. Uh, she says, uh, Ruthie describes that moment as, quote, of essential importance and understanding what came after, unquote. So that's a beautiful way to put it. So I, I think the writing was good there. And I think we should mention the art as well. Um, the, the art, the way those panels are done uh, on that page is just uh, masterfully done because it really aids um, what, the, what the comic is trying to, to tell us. Um, and uh, Paula also has a question while we're kind of answering questions. Uh, Paula asks, what do you think the, it, why, uh, <laughs> I'm trying to read off my iPhone, Donna, so I'm trying to like <laughs> get closer yeah. to the screen. Uh, Paula says, uh, what do you think the issue is called wounded? Uh, I guess maybe why do you think the issue is called wounded, stranded, and impotent? Particularly the impotent part. Uh, sure, she's under a red sun, but she's definitely not powerless. So, Donna, do you have any thoughts on that? How, how would you answer Paula's question? Those, um, those, that's a good question. Um, I'm not really sure. I, I do think the impotent, though, is is the fact that she realizes she may not be powerless, but she's not. She doesn't have the power she needs to protect everyone. So that's why she has to turn to the, to the drugs. Uh, stranded. She's stranded. Krim uh, stole her spaceship. Oh yeah. So she's, she's stranded and she's having to go and she was wounded. She was stabbed, shot with the what five arrows or something. <laughs> yeah, she she was uh, really banged up there. So I mean, there's there's that aspect of it is is to what you know. Um, I think she's still weak, but um, being the impotent part, I think is is just is that she's not totally powerless, but she's not powerful enough. Or not full strength. Let's put it that way. Yeah. I, one of my favorite aspects of this issue um, was kind of towards the end where uh, Tom King goes back to the time period of issue number one and gives us a little more of what came after that cliffhanger that we saw at the end of issue number one. He sort of fills us in on what came after that. And there's there's panels of Supergirl, you know, really struggling. And Ruth I tells her uh, tells us that uh, not only did Supergirl pick herself up to take herself to get medical treatment, but that she picked up crypto, that she picked up Ruth Eye. And uh, that was one of those things uh, that, that made me really love the character of Supergirl, that she she took on all of this, uh, this weaponry that went into her. Like, she was damaged, and uh, she still managed to save people and try to get people out of that situation. And that was that was pretty awesome to me. Well, you know, Paula just made a good point. She says she just realized it it might be related to crypto that she's she's powerless there to help him. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because she couldn't because uh, Tom King explains in the writing that uh, the reason that crypto is so badly damaged to the point of uh, uh, possibly uh, dying and nothing being able to save him is because uh, the arrow, the kind of arrow uh, well, the tip of it, I think, was had poison on it. So uh, there was nothing that they could do because they would have had to have the, the similar amount of poison, I guess, to make some sort of antidote to save him. Um, so I, I think that's a good point. And yeah, Mark makes the same point. And uh, my apologies to Mark. Mark was trying to get in and uh, we were having some audio issues and I'm having technical issues. So uh, maybe, maybe a little bit later uh, when Donna and I uh, kind of uh, wrap up some of our thoughts. So we'll try to bring some people in and uh, maybe <laughs> Donna, if you don't mind, a- after we uh, kind of talk, I-, I might leave you to uh, kind of hang in here and answer some questions. And I might go behind the scenes to see if I can bring some other people in. I might, uh, uh, do That's, some switching back in because I, I can't seem to do it on my iPhone. We'll figure it out. I'll, I'll do some more testing with this. Um, but yeah, so we'll we'll try to get you in, Mark. So if you'll just uh, hang tight with us. Um, so we're and there. I, and, sorry, and I agree with Mark. He he comments about the splash pages with the with the dragon. Those were that was just some stunning artwork. That was frameable artwork. Yeah, I want that poster size. I want to. Oh. I want to blow that up and frame it. Um, there's even a. Um, I don't think. Did I have a? Did I make a? I might have uh, made an overlay that I think I can pull up. Uh, this I think uh, was my favorite uh, image in the book. Uh, got 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 my got my Jesus pose there. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. The fire angel wings and, you know, just the big, you know, really heroic Supergirl page there. Um, so but when I re- you, when you juxtapose, juxtapose that on where she's standing or with the, the way the dragon curls underneath her. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the I mean, the, the art, I, I think the, the combination of uh, Bilkis and uh, Mateus, have they're really shining in this in this this series because it just they complement each other so well um, and it just goes uh, so well with the writing and what's happening. So I, I've just been really pleased with the um, the art uh, and how it's been uh, telling the story. And I can't I can't remember who who said it. Maybe it was Morgan Glennon who said that this was a uh, you know art that really. Um, the, the character of Supergirl deserved. And I, whoever, if I'm, if I'm quoting you and you're like, that's what I said. Uh, I don't think I said it. <laughs> I think somebody wiser than me said it, uh, which is probably Morgan. I'm going to just uh, associate it with Morgan Glennon. But, uh, but I think that's true is that um, this is, this is artwork that the character of Supergirl really deserves. And so I've been well, really pleased with it. Well, to this, that, that panel and a few others before it, but that panel in particular is is sort of me the um, um it's like I mentioned how Supergirl had kind of been subdued and beat down and and was just really coming back to life. But I think it also has to do with the fact that she was on a red planet and now we're moving towards a yellow a planet with a yellow sun. Right. So so she's becoming more like herself. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a good way to take a character from one point and and you know kind of show a transition and, and show a show growth in their character. 
Uh, Paula also says uh, the final image of uh, the issue uh, also kind of has a halo around Supergirl. And it may be because it's all from Ruth Eye's perspective and she's just in awe. I think that's a good thing to point out. One one of the things I wanted to talk about, uh, Donna, is um, so I think I normally would be frustrated that a lot of uh, the issue seems to be from Ruth Eye's perspective. But it didn't bother me in this issue and, and I was trying to think of why. Why didn't it bother me this t- this time around as much? Um, and I think I think it sort of boils down to the fact that Ruth I has such an admiration and uh, a respect for Supergirl, and she's talking about how Supergirl's so awesome and the things that she's doing is awesome, and uh, and and she speaks so highly of Supergirl. And I think for me, it's just kind of nice to read a story to hear a character talk about Supergirl uh, with such kind of love and respect for her. And, and it's not just words, you know, you get to see that paired with Supergirl doing these awesome things and being awesome. And so I think uh, uh, in some way, Ruth, I is a little bit uh, me in, <laughs> in these stories. And so I think that's why it doesn't bother me as much. We're not getting, as much of Supergirl's perspective. We get a little bit of it there with the, the hand-washing scene. But uh, but it doesn't bother me as much as I thought it would. I, I, I don't think it bothers me either. It just... Um, it's nice. I mean, it's... And if you kind of contrast that to the TV show, you know, Supergirl is your narrator. Supergirl is telling her story. But this is how someone else sees her and maybe doesn't see her as perfect or doesn't put the pressure on herself to be as perfect as everyone else expects her to be. Right, right. But she still in, ends up uh, saving the day and, and doing the right thing, uh, even at the cost of, I don't know what this red thing is going to do to me, but, <laughs> you know, she she didn't know. She thought it was going to change her hair. She didn't know. Uh, but uh, but she did it because she had to save this this whole group of people that were certainly going to die because of this space dragon. So uh, so I, th- I think that's what is is comforting to me is that uh, we're, we're hearing how awesome Supergirl is, but then we're also seeing her get to be awesome. And I think that's what's okay with me. Yeah, and, and I think, too, that the fact that it's not being told from her perspective, we're allowed to see a little more of her faults. Oh, that's, a, that's an interesting thought. That's very true. Yeah, we're 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 getting to see. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's not Supergirl's like, look at me, I'm so awesome. Because I think that would be a little off putting if it was uh, <laughs> vice versa. Like, hey, look at me, I'm awesome. I fought a space dragon. Uh, but we're actually getting to hear someone who has spent time with Supergirl in this dingy cosmic bus uh, and, <laughs> and has been through something really horrifying with her uh, facing down the the murder of her father and uh the the attack with crypto uh, so ruth i and supergirl have been through some things already in just two issues and so uh, i think ruth i is a really good perspective on supergirl at this point um and before we continue uh i think i'm going to try again to see if i can bring some other people in if we have some other people uh, let's see. I'm trying to navigate how to get around this on the iPhone side. Okay. So it does look like I can do it. Yay. Figured out how to do this on the iPhone. This is actually good. This means I could maybe do this from a remote location. So I see Mark and I see new Rachel. 
So uh, I'm going to try to bring in Mark first. We'll see if we can get your audio uh, working right. Uh, hopefully you'll have better audio situations than I do. Uh, so we'll bring Mark in and see if we can uh, uh, chat with Mark about uh, Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow. Mark, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Oh, can, we can hear. We can, can hear you, Mark. Am yes. I? Am I good? Yes, you're, you're good. You're good. Um, so, Mark, uh, we've been talking. Donna and I've been some kind of sharing our thoughts about uh, Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow number two. Uh, but I'm curious, what are what are your thoughts? I know you've been reading the, the series, and um, yeah, uh, what, right what did you? I guess I, I guess we should uh, talk about the story. What did you think about the story and the way uh, Tom King has been telling the story? Oh, I I like it very much. I think the narration heavy version i mean the way he's telling it with all the written the narration kind of reminds me of you know when i back when i was in my teens or whatever in the 80s and alan moore and sandman and, and a lot of those books that use this narration heavy epic storytelling you know so in that way it reminds me a lot of that kind of that style um but you know from here where they've set this story up other than me really wanting there to be some time travel shenanigans at the end of the story. <laughs> oh, what? How, how so? Why, why, why would you want uh, to see some time travel? Why, why do you think it's uh, necessary for the story? Because uh, I don't want crypto to stay dead. <laughs> ah, I haven't get, I haven't given up hope on crypto. I, yeah. haven't, I, I haven't either. I haven't okay. either. All right. Yeah. W whatever gets us to a live crypto at the end of this story <laughs> is what I want us to get to. I mean, it's a little, it's a little sad right now. I mean, we're we're yeah. kind of in the low points. I don't know. Uh, it's maybe best uh, that Morgan didn't join uh, for this issue. She might have had some choice words for Tom King about crypto uh, possibly dying. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But but uh, but I. I I'm, I'm still, I'm still hope because they mentioned the bit about having the same it was something about the poison. Uh, hunting poison was on the tips of the arrow that only affected uh, animals. But I think uh, he does say something in there about there's a way to save him. Uh, so I don't know if if maybe they'll they'll get that that way to save him by the end of the, the yeah. Series. But then there's a line that says that she stayed with him and then the animal was lost or something like that. So. Yeah. Ah! The animal was lost. Does that mean he died? Maybe he just wandered off. I don't well, know. Look, and, and look, if, she, if, if they gave him some sort of antidote and he needed to recover, she had taken him and put him on the ship. So she was on the ship that, that got stolen. So she, he, the animal could be lost that way. Mm -hmm. I don't know. We'll, 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 we'll have to see. I think uh, we're all just maybe making up excuses for how crypto can stay alive. I don't know. Maybe we're all in denial. Uh, but but, but I, I'm, I'm going to I'm waiting to see mode with crypto. Some of the, the way the way it was written gave me a little bit of hope. Uh, yeah. And maybe also I'm clinging to Tom King's love of his own dog. Uh, I'm with you, Rebecca. <laughs> yeah, I'm with exactly. you. So I'm hoping I'm hoping he doesn't go there. But we'll have to see, I guess, by the end of the series, if right. uh, crypto is indeed lost. Exactly. I mean, does any of us think that Alfred is going to stay dead? <laughs> <laughs> So we'll, we'll I believe he's dead at the moment over in the Batman books. So. Well, we'll we'll have we'll have to see what happens by the end of uh, the run of uh, the the issues have uh, ended. But um, so, uh, Mark, what what were uh, your thoughts on the art? I know we we sort of talked about how how beautiful the art is, but did you have any favorite panels or pages that you wanted to talk about? Oh gosh, uh, those splash panels that I mentioned in the chat. Um, that one 
there's one panel, I think it's on page six, where that alien is holding the gun on Kara and saying, Kara and saying, you know, Superman put my brothers in the Phantom Zone. I'm going to kill his family or something like that. I mean, the way the carrot <laughs> is just like, who the Kremnitz do you think I am? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, but the, the way she drew Kara in those panels was absolutely beautiful. Yeah, um, she's she's very confident uh, that she's yeah. going. She knows how she's going to handle that dude before he even finishes his uh, his whole spiel. So yeah, I did like uh, the, yeah. the confidence of Supergirl there. Oh yeah, it, it is. It, I mean, most of these panels, she's really good. Some of them, yeah, it's a little bit awkward at times. A few of the panels, the face looks a little bit off, but for the most part, I mean, this art's just plain beautiful through and through. So. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, so, are, are there uh, any? Is there anything else you wanted to talk about or bring up uh, with this issue that we we didn't already dis- discuss? Uh, I think the one thing I think I would mention, and it's actually more of the packaging, is that uh, you know because I've I've got the book on paper. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I I went through and looked, and you know, as someone who loves comics, there isn't a single ad in here for anything that isn't a DC property, whether it's you know. Titans or Stargirl or, or some of the other books or whatever. No external ad revenue does not give me warm fuzzies for comics in general. <laughs> <laughs> was, was it was there a Director Bones uh, thing in there? There, there is was, a Director Bones thing in here. There, there was in the uh, at the end of the digital version. I I, I bought it. Uh, I bought the 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 cover like the regular cover and then the variant cover because my my comic book uh, guy knows me he's like I didn't know which one you wanted and I said I will take both of them uh, so uh, so I, I I bought the the physical copy but I also purchased it on Comicsology just because it's easier for me to mm-hmm. make notes and things and at the end of the digital version there is a Director Bones <laughs> ad I think it's for uh, oh, I can't remember what the the I guess the story he's in that it's promoting but I was like. And there's director bones in here. Is this made for me? Oh, I'm so happy. Oh, yes. A little director bones there. What, uh, what is it advertising? I can't remember. Uh, it's some of the infinite frontier stuff. Infinite, I believe. Yes. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so I was just, uh, that was like the, the cherry on the top of the already awesome Sunday was a uh, little director bones in my Supergirl issue. That was, that was nice. I enjoyed that. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, Mark, uh, uh, do you want to hang out or, uh, would you, would you like me to kick you out? Cause I think we still got new Rachel, uh, hanging on uh, the line. So uh, do I'll you hang with hang? new Rachel. That's not a problem. Awesome. awesome. <laughs> All right. Well, if you, if you guys will hang here while I, uh, try to see if I can add somebody back in make sure I can do this. Uh, new Rachel, if you are ready in the wings, I'm going to bring you in and we're going to add another people to our little panel here. So, Rachel, what's going on? Can you can you hear us? I think you might be muted. So, if you want to unmute yourself, I dare. Yeah, there we go. Um, yeah. So, Rachel, what uh, what did you think about uh, Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow number two? Yeah, I was um, I was hesitant at first about uh, the whole series because I heard some things about like Tom King and how he treats characters, and um, I think. Uh, it, it's um, Ange from, I don't know what it was, but like, but they were not happy with um, that choice. But I've been reading, or um, I read this issue, and I really liked it. 
Yeah, uh, I think you're referring to Ange, who writes uh, the Supergirl comic box commentary. Uh, so yeah, it's a great, it. re- it's a great mm-hmm. resource uh, for Supergirl fans. Uh, Ange does, has done a really great job of documenting Supergirl's history. So if you ever have any questions about what Supergirl's done in the comics or on the TV show, uh, uh, he has it. Or even in the, some of the animated films, he's he's covered a wide a variety of things with Supergirl. Uh, so definitely give uh, his website a look. Yeah, I know there's some um, Supergirl fans who are, are, are a little bothered by the uh, characterization of Carr, and I and I understand that. I think it's you know it's a valid argument uh, for why they don't uh, to like it. But are, but Rachel, are you are you okay with how Tom King is portraying Supergirl or Kara? Uh, yeah, I, um, well, my first Supergirl is Melissa, so it's, it's not a car that I'm used to, but I do like, um, for this story, I think it works. Yeah. So, um, so what do you think about the story so far with the introduction of Ruth Eye and, uh, and, uh, the story that's being played out about trying to track down Krem, the, the guy who murdered her father? Yeah, it's interesting. Um, it kind of reminds me of when Kara was in space in uh, Rebirth, when she mm. was on her own little solo quest. And I don't <laughs> know if this is the same Kara or if uh, this is an Elseworlds story, but um kind of reminded me of that. And I think it's interesting. Yeah, I don't know for sure how this fits in with if it does fit in with the rest of continuity. If it fit in, if it fits in yeah. with the, the like future state the same, Superwoman. Yeah, I was gonna say, is this the same car that grows up to be the one that we see in Future State? Or yeah, I've heard some bad thing, not great things about Future State. I don't know. Yeah, uh, that was not there. There was a two issue. If uh, if anybody's watching or uh, listening uh, while you're doing other things. Uh, there was a two issue run uh, that came out before Supergirl woman of tomorrow debuted. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was called, I think uh, future state. It was future like state super woman. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, so that was supposed to be um, Supergirl in the future sort of document. Yeah. Supergirl in her later years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we not, see it was not um, my favorite. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, she wears that costume. Um, I've I've seen some of the um, the pictures for the uh, I don't know which is it future or um, action comics House of L. Um, and she wears the future state costume in that, but I think I'm not sure how that fits in either. I think I've seen those as well. I need to read those those issues, but it does. Yeah, have I haven't a read them either, costume. but I've seen. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Uh, so I don't know if this is uh, if this is leading up to the future state stuff. I don't know. I, I think I tried to ask Tom King that question, but he was a little he was a little standoff. Like, maybe know. he doesn't even know himself. I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know if he's if he's not allowed to answer that. I'm not sure. But uh, but right now I'm just reading it as its own standalone story. So I don't know mm-hmm. where it sort of fits in. But um, yeah. so so did you have any thoughts specifically about issue two, uh, Rachel? Um, yeah, I really liked, uh, how Kara was, uh, portrayed, like, she's not a soft person, but she is good and she is kind. And I really liked that, um, and how we get to see her through Ruth Eye. Yeah. Yeah. At one point they, uh, they talk about, Mark mentioned the guy who, uh, <laughs> tried to kill Supergirl in the bar and, uh, the narration says something about how, the, the guys go after Supergirl, the, you know, the bad guys go after Supergirl because they don't want to face Superman. So they think that she's yeah. 
his soft underbelly. Um, mm-hmm. But but uh, Ruth, I, it, it's interesting, though. Ruth, I says that she's not soft. But yeah. I don't know. But I don't know. When she's with Ruth, I with that hand washing yeah. scene, I think she's mm-hmm. there's, there's a little softness there. I yeah. Think. It's like she's the she gets to be the big sister. Yeah. And that's really nice. Yeah. I like that, too. Well, what did you, uh, Rachel, what did you think about the, the artwork? Did you have any favorite oh, uh, panels or pages? Stunning. Um, <laughs> yeah, we've talked, or you guys have talked about it. Um, but yeah, the Fire Wings panel, I'm looking at it right now on my phone, and it's really pretty, and I want it as a poster. Yeah, I I, I think they need to sell it as a poster. I know we would all buy it. Yeah, um, without the text, I think it would be really nice. Yeah. It would be a really, really cool Supergirl poster. Um, well, did you have any other thoughts about uh, the issue that you wanted to share that we didn't touch on? Um, mm, I was just really sad about Crypto at the end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I um, Maybe they could put him under a yellow sun. Maybe. I, I mean, we're, we're all kind of come. We're brains. We're all brainstorming ways. Yeah. Where we can save Crypto. I it's think like, they're. Yellow sun grenade, I'm sure. Like, they got red kryptonite pills. I don't know if they have any, like, kind of things that they can use. Yeah, there's there's got to be something. I, I have a feeling, I don't know. I don't want to put any money down, but, uh, mm-hmm. but I, I don't know. I, yeah. I, have, I just have Tom King killed another dog in his uh, Vision miniseries for Marvel, so I don't know if <laughs> what, what, what he do crypto or, or save him. <laughs> well, um, uh, I was going to hop into the chat to see about uh, some other people sharing their thoughts, and I guess I could point, put these things to the panel if you want. If you want to respond to them, uh, Julia says uh, one of her thoughts was that uh, since uh, I think uh, Supergirl, I think she's talking about Supergirl. Since Supergirl's invulnerable when charged by Yellow Sun, she doesn't actually have to wash her hands. It's mostly cultural and reminds her uh, her of her mom. Uh, but also it'd be gross if she didn't. So do, does anyone have any thoughts about that? Uh, does, does Supergirl actually need to wash her hands? Does well, any, I, <laughs> does I, I think it, I think she could spread germs and, and other grossness around if she didn't, regardless of whether or not she it could do any could cause her any harm. That's a that's a good question. Does Supergirl? Because uh, normally I wouldn't think that Kryptonians would get sick because of disease. I guess it would depend on the, the kind of disease. So would germs really affect them? Yeah, yeah it, it may or may not affect her, but would you want to follow her around in the buffet if she didn't? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, I think that's a, that's a really interesting uh, question about uh, Kryptonian powers. Because uh, the, the issue does mention that Kryptonians are a little different from everybody else because of the red kryptonite pill you know it, it it typically will just give people visions about doing weird stuff and <laughs> for kryptonians those weird things actually uh become reality so that's uh really interesting that they make kryptonians so different uh, i'd like to jump back to one thing that you spoke about with rachel when you talked about uh the moment with the hand washing and you referred to that as softness softness mm. and i think I think we're we might be confusing tenderness for softness, and there's a, ah, there's a difference there. I think that's a, a good point. Tenderness, good point. definitely, but uh, yeah, like Ruthie says, she she was never soft. 
that's a, well, that's a good distinction. There's a connotation of equating softness with weakness, and, and exactly. there's none of that. But yeah. I, I would agree with you, Mark, that it's more tenderness or compassion um, than it is uh, a, a softness. Yeah, I think that's a really, really good distinction. And uh, I think uh, we need to get to the really important stuff, get back to the important stuff of the uh, the can Supergirl uh, spread her germs question because uh, Dr. Oh, Nicole, yeah. Dr. Nicole Green has chimed in. Uh, <laughs> so uh, and I'm going to say Dr. Nicole Green because uh, she worked really hard on that doctorate. So I'm going to put some respect <laughs> on that name. Uh, but uh, Nicole says skin is an important barrier. Her skin of steel protects her, but agree with Mark that she could be a spreader of microbes. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so it looks like Nicole came in just in time for the Kryptonian biology <laughs> conversation. <laughs> so so I'm, I'm glad we have uh, that uh, settled. Uh, so we have the answer to that question. But, yeah, that's a really great distinction between weakness and softness and tenderness. I really like that because I think to, to Rachel's point, Supergirl was very tender in that scene with Ruth Eye and uh, the hand washing. And, and that's that's a very, de- you know, that's a very delicate thing and a very... Um, Especially being in the, I guess, the ladies' room, uh, where wherever they were at the cosmic uh, bus yeah, station. Yeah, it didn't look like a very clean bathroom. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, uh, so that you know, it's a, it's a, it's a place where um, Ruth I and Supergirl are by themselves. They're not around any weird aliens with snot hanging out of their nose. So it's a, it's a, it's a place where they could <laughs> become clean if they wanted to. So uh, I'm, I'm, I, I like oh, yeah, the, I'm sure the, the bus choice wasn't of that. Clean either. Oh no! There's uh, sure there's the all kinds of stuff. Either, so. yeah, yeah, there's all kinds of things going on in the bus. And uh, one of the things I would I did want to talk about is sort of tease this on the Instagram, the Supergirl Radio Instagram. But there's all kinds of people on the bus, and I don't know if y'all had any thoughts about uh, the different characters who uh, appear on the bus. Uh, but one of the the characters I loved. Uh, was a little character on the bottom of the screen. I don't have my issue pulled up, so I'll have to sign back in to look at what page that is. Uh, <laughs> but there's a character who has a, a, like a face mask on and the headphones on and the neck pillow. And I was just really impressed with that character because it looks like he or she, I'm just assuming it's a he, but it could be a she, we don't know. Uh, but uh, this character, I think, is a, you know, a well well-traveled business person i feel like and uh is used to the travel unbothered by all of the other chaos that's going on in the bus i think there's a a character in the back with a trumpet uh so you can imagine you know i i sort of imagine like it's really loud in there uh there it looks like they're uh hanging up their clothes and drying their clothes so it's definitely going to be smelly in there uh so there's a lot of chaos going on and this this uh well-traveled alien has the, <laughs> the right mindset uh, oh yeah i see it. it's and- uh i think it's page four in my in the digital version yeah, so that's that's probably yeah. my favorite character on the bus besides uh, Supergirl. So I didn't, I didn't know if anybody else had any other uh, thoughts on any of the characters on the cosmic bus. Oh, I'm I'm intrigued by the couple in front of them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and uh, I think I uh, also have uh, some feedback we could get to uh, talking about. Are you talking about these this couple this couple here, yeah. Donna? Yeah. 
So, uh, so Supergirl Radio actually uh, got an Instagram message from at Picks by Katie McGrath. Uh, give, uh, give that account a follow. Uh, keeping up with all the the, <laughs> the Katie McGrath pictures. Uh, but uh, at Picks by Katie McGrath wrote. Uh, Quote, you want to talk about the alien with the mask, but I want to know the story of these two. In the panel where Carr is asking for reds, they have a child. Then, when they're disembarking on Koron, you see the outlines of them and their baby in the background. Little detail to show the passage of time, maybe, unquote. Um, so that's a really uh, good point. So good eye to follow that couple around to see uh, what, what they're doing and, you know, what's their story? Where are they traveling to? Um, so there's, a, there's all kinds of uh, characters uh, on that bus, and they all have a little story to tell. And so I, I like the attention to detail that, that Bilkis uh, put in there. Yeah, one of them is actually on the cover as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. Good, good catch. Oh, side here. Yeah, there. Good yeah, catch. Holding the baby, and, and I just realized looking at it that uh, there's a member of ET species sitting behind uh, Ruth Eye on the bus. I did catch that, and uh, I was very upset about it because uh, I do have a little bit of an ET phobia, so I, it was hard for me <laughs> to deal to deal with it. But, <laughs> but I did catch a, something of an ET species. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, Julia says uh, they might be traveling for months or something. I don't know that yeah. we we have a, a time period. Uh, the only indication of time we get is Zermitz. So who mm. knows who knows how long a Zermitz and, is? And the opening, <laughs> in, in the opening panels of them behind and them right next to the musicians is is that a Jar Jar Binks? Let's see. Y'all got it pulled up. I'm still uh, trying to get it, my. It zoom. does look like a Jar Jar. <laughs> it, it does look like Jar Jar. Yeah, I'd, I'd show it. I don't know if it would show up very well though. In the yeah, sometimes they uh, sometimes they sneak some aliens in. Uh, we we found a cyborg Alf one time in Rebirth. Can you, can you see it there? <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to get there myself. Hmm. But yeah, so they, you keep keep your eye on those uh, little characters because you never know what they're going to sneak in to it's, some of those pages. It's this one, right? I don't know, like I can't see where I'm pointing, but it's right I, behind I, the head of the big guy next to him. Yeah, in between them. Yeah, so yeah, I, I think some of those uh, might be intentional because they're they're going to pull from other aliens that they know for references. Uh, yeah. Let's see. Uh, did you have any other thoughts, Mark? I did just find out there is one time reference the uh, the bathroom scene, and Supergirl says we've been traveling for almost a month. Ah, okay. So yeah, I think uh, I think Julia might have been onto something about months. So yeah, so that's that's pretty close. So good catch. Does anyone have any other thoughts that they want to share? Oh. Any other favorite pages or panels before we uh, wrap up? No, I'm just I'm just gonna go on the record that I want that poster too. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a beautiful poster. I think we should try to make that happen. Um, Nicole does have uh, some thoughts about the uh, alien music in instrumentation. Uh, so yeah, I would be curious. It looks like a trumpet to me in the uh, in the bus, but. Uh, not sure what that sounds like. Is an alien trumpet uh, different from a, a human trumpet? I don't know. That would be uh, something that I would uh, be interested in. Uh, Claudia says uh, something about a mutant Eeyore. So there might have been a, a nod to Eeyore in um, in the uh, in any of the panels. 
So I'm trying to go through and see if, uh, if I missed any comments while we're here. Um, but I guess, uh, I guess, and it looks like uh, Rachel might have ducked out. She may have been having some internet issues. Uh, so we'll, we'll see if she comes back on. Uh, but I guess, uh, let's do some overall thoughts. And usually when we do overall thoughts, this is going to be an amalgamation of everything that you thought about the issue. Uh, so Donna, let's start with you. You know, what, what, what was, uh, what were your overall thoughts? What did you take away from this issue? I think the biggest thing is, um, I, it's no secret that I love Supergirl and I love the Danvers sisters and I love the show, but I've also loved the character of Supergirl for a while, but I am not known as being a big comic book person, but this one has me hooked. This one has me intrigued. I want to, I can't wait to see the next issue. Yep. Yep. I am. I'm really into this series. So I'm excited to see about the new issue, uh, the next issue as well. Uh, Mark, uh, overall thoughts uh, before we get to another uh, listener email, but we'll, we'll get to your thoughts. So what, what oh, did yeah. you no. think about uh, issue number two as a whole? Oh, I, I, the whole, the whole story is, uh, let's just say it's, it's going far better than the last Supergirl series that you were talking <laughs> about on here, because the part of that, that you haven't gotten to rebirth, <laughs> Uh, I, I was I, I was far less impressed than I am by this. I think uh, for Tom King's reputation for playing fast and loose with the characters, I think he's doing a very good job of being very respectful towards Kara. So, yeah, it, this is uh, the first time in a long time I've felt like somebody who has written the character of Supergirl, whether it be in the comics or on the show. Uh, actually gives a crap about her mythology. Exactly. Uh, excuse my language, uh, but give, <laughs> but you know, gives a crap about uh, about Supergirl and um, and actually wants to honor her her story and some of the other iterations of the character that have come before her. And so uh, that makes me happy because it makes me feel like he's he he clearly in our interview with him he he had read a lot of uh, Supergirl in the past and knew about her history. And so that, that makes me feel good that like Supergirl is in good hands. So uh, that makes me feel very, very confident about uh, where things are going just because I know that he's, he's going to honor her as a character. And I think even, you know, you know, throw out the cussing, throw out the drinking, whatever. He's, 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 he's paying an homage to Supergirl in my opinion, because I feel like he loves the character. Like I can sense that through the writing, um, especially through the eyes of Ruth. I, um, so I really enjoyed that. Yeah. I mean, it, to me, it was her 21st birthday. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, she, yeah. She, she has a right to celebrate her 21st birthday the way most of us probably celebrated our 21st birthday. <laughs> who, who can, who can look down on her for that? Exactly. Um, so yeah, some of us don't go to another planet to do that, but, uh, but, but she does that. And it looks like we might have new Rachel. So I'm going to get uh, maybe uh, new Rachel back on to see if we can get her thoughts. Uh, let's see if we get Rachel. Rachel, can you hear me? looks like maybe we don't have Rachel. Rachel, if you yeah. can hear me. Um, uh, yeah, okay. Let's see. We'll, we'll kind of hang out and yeah, see I if can hear Rachel's connection. I think so. Um, it, it seems like your internet connection might That's be a little... Uh, I think it's a Cylon imposter. <laughs> <laughs> it's hope. <laughs> 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 new, new Rachel does do a good uh, hope impersonation, so maybe one of these days we'll get uh, her to do it live. Maybe with Morgan, we'll have to arrange that. 
Um, but uh, Rachel, looks like we may, we may be struggling with um, your internet connection, so I might I might kick you out. We'll try again another time. Yeah, I am. Um, uh... Oh, there you are. Let's see. Oh, she's starting over. This is uh, the uh, the aspect of live streaming. Uh, <laughs> sometimes you have to deal with internet connections, which is unfortunate. But uh, we'll try to maybe uh, get Rachel's thoughts uh, on another issue. Maybe we'll tr maybe we'll try this format another time. Uh, but before we wrap up, we did get another uh, bit of feedback from Quinn, who wrote in to say, "quote uh, Do we know what actually happened to crypto, or will I remain heartbroken and concerned for our pup for another month?" I also really sincerely loved the hand washing scene. Kara is so badass, but also so kind and gentle. It really melted my heart. I love the literalness of how Ruth I talks. It uh, reminds me of how overly formal Thor or Wonder Woman talk when they are first outside of their home cultures. And uh, Quinn also says, feel better, Morgan. So uh, we, we, I think we all want Morgan to, to feel better so that we can get her thoughts and uh, get her back on the, the, the streams in the future before she uh, goes off and gets married and has a honeymoon. We hope well, she like comes in, back. <laughs> and since, since, um, Morgan couldn't be here. Obviously, that meant no beaker sighting. So my Callie decided to stand in over my shoulder back here. Well, I'm glad we have cat representation on the live stream. Uh, I, feel, I feel good about that. So <laughs> I, I, I don't have a cat because I have a severe uh, cat, re uh, cat allergy reaction. But I'm glad we could have a cat even if we don't get our usual beaker. Uh, and sometimes Bunsen uh, appearance, we do have uh, cats on the live stream. So that's really what people, that's what the people want when they come to Supergirl Radio live streams. They just want to see the cats. I'm, <laughs> I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. I, I um, actually have one down here on the floor, but he, she is not deigned to uh, come up and say hi. So, <laughs> so many cats. I, I almost feel left out. Um, but yeah, so, uh, Quinn, I, I hope, uh, according to your email, I hope crypto is okay. We'll, uh, we'll see what happens, but, uh, hopefully we won't, we won't be too, uh, heartbroken, but it is sad that, uh, crypto might be, uh, might be lost. So we'll see, we'll see what happens. Um, okay. Well, let's see. Let me, uh, hit the live chat before we get out of here. Uh, let's see. Uh, Claudia wants to chime about uh, <laughs> 20, uh, the 21 celebration. Uh, Claudia says, when I turned 21, I thought it was a great idea to chug a frozen mar uh, margarita. Yup, I got a brain freeze really bad. Apparently, I was not a very bright new drinker. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, take it easy on yourself. You know, go 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 nice and easy with those things. Don't uh, don't go crazy is uh, my recommendation. Uh, so <laughs> that's, that's, that's what I try to uh, apply to my life is just don't go crazy. Um, so uh, that's a good life philosophy for me. Well, I think that's going to do it for our thoughts on Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow number two. Uh, thank you to my uh, guests who joined me on the live stream. Uh, thank you for putting up with my technical issues that I had. I don't know what happened. I, I tried to plug it in as I normally do. And my microphone was just like, nope, not today. Uh, so we tried to find an alternative. Uh, so hopefully it's been okay. But, uh, but thank you to Donna and Mark and you, Rachel, for hopping on the live stream with me and uh, uh, being uh, people I can bounce off the uh, comic to. So thank you for being with me uh, for this episode of Supergirl Radio. If you've already picked up this issue, make sure to give it a rating in Comixology or your DC Comics app. And if you haven't bought it yet, Supergirl number woman of tomorrow, number two is available in the DC Comics app, the, Comics, the Comixology app, 
as well as comiXology.com, Google Play, the Nook Store, Amazon, and at ReadDCEntertainment.com. And I'm going to try to see if I can pull up my video clips on uh, the phone here. Uh, so I think we need to uh, get to some DCTV plugs, which are going to feature uh, new Rachel. So uh, we'll get to some plugs and be right back. If you would like to contact Supergirl Radio, you can post a comment on our website at supergirlradio.com. You can email us at supergirlradio at gmail.com. If you'd like to leave us a voicemail, you can call us at 678-718-7252. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter and Instagram, all at Supergirl Radio. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeart radio google Podcasts, radio public Podchaser, and spotify where we also have a spotify playlist that includes music featured on and inspired by the cw supergirl tv series we are listed on dc's fan page which you can find at dccomics.com slash dc fans if you like what we do we encourage you to give us a rating and write us a review on apple podcasts if you enjoy our supergirl radio live streams make sure to subscribe to the dc tv podcast youtube channel and hit that notification bell to get notified when we go live and wired dc tv podcast also has a t public store so if you're in need of new dc tv related t-shirts tank tops sweatshirts onesies mugs notebooks pillows or stickers go to supergirlradio.com and click on the t public store link at the top of the page supergirl radio is part of the dc tv podcast network so if you also like the flash legends of tomorrow black lightning Titans, Doom Patrol, Batwoman, Stargirl, Superman and Lois, and the upcoming Green Lantern, Justice League Dark, and Strange Adventure Shows, and DCTV After Dark. You can subscribe to the DCTV Podcast Mega Feed on Apple Podcasts. Follow at DCTV Podcasts on Twitter and like DCTV Podcasts on Facebook, or else. This has been a message from Hope, inhabiting the Flash Vessel, also known as New Rachel. It's really rude of Hope to uh, threaten us all uh, <laughs> as she's doing the DCTV Podcast plugs, uh, but I will forgive Hope. It's just in her nature. Uh, and since we talked about comics this week, we have some comic-related designs in the DCTV Podcast T Public Stores, so if you want to go check those out, if you need some new merch for any, if you're going to any upcoming uh, conventions, uh, which I will be uh, doing. Uh, so I understand that. If you want to get some new gear for any uh, upcoming things, like a little Atlanta Comic Con and Dragon Con for me, uh, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll have things in the DCTV Podcast uh, T Public Store that you can check out. I'm also going to be doing uh, five panels at Atlanta Comic Con. So if you're in the Atlanta area, that's going to be a doozy. Uh, they they sort of roped me in into doing two more than I was going to. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. That's going to be a really busy weekend for me. Uh, so I'll be wearing some new uh, new uh, merch from the DCTV Podcast T Public Store, as well as uh, just, you know, regular nerdy stuff that I've got uh, to wear for those events. Um, and also, we would like to thank our Legion of Super Sponsors for supporting the Supergirl Radio Patreon. Uh, these people are Michael, Sam, Anne-Marie, Grout, Yvonne, Quinn, Jessica, Nicola, Leslie, and Susan, the Supergirl Radio Legal Consultants, 
Abby Ermgard, Miriam, uh, Cherie, Donna, Nicole, Deb, EH, Naomi, and B. Brewster. Uh, so if you'd like to become a, a Legion of Super Sponsor, visit patreon.com slash supergirlradio. Uh, we have uh, four tiers. Let me bring the four tiers up. Uh, we have four tiers of monthly memberships, and we appreciate you uh, supporting Supergirl Radio and helping us uh, do all the things that we do with the podcast. And uh, you can still get everything you uh, you like about Supergirl Radio for free, uh, but there's some bonus stuff, some exclusive bonus things that you can get with the uh, the Patreon. Thank you to everybody who supports the Supergirl Radio uh, Patreon account. We appreciate your support. Um, and as a reminder, we are still uh, doing our Flat Supergirl Photography Contest. Uh, to enter, you can download and print the Flat Supergirl image, which you can find in the video description of this live stream. Uh, you can find it in the show notes of the audio pa- podcast or at the right side of supergirlradio.com. Uh, you just download the image cut flat supergirl out uh, attach her with tape or glue and uh put her on a popsicle stick or a pen or a pencil and just take a fun creative picture with flat supergirl you can take her somewhere you can do little you know chores around the house uh this can be a selfie but it doesn't have to be uh just uh play around with flat supergirl and see what kinds of uh pictures you can come up with uh but make sure to post the pic- the picture as many as you'd like to twitter instagram or facebook and tag at supergirl radio and use the hashtag super hashtag supergirl adventures and uh you can do that uh, until the end of the show which is uh still uh to be determined uh but we're running a contest and we're going to be picking our favorite picture uh that is submitted and uh we'll send you a prize a cool prize so uh i guess that uh, leads to my personal plugs uh, let's see if I can get the banners to show up uh, <laughs> for uh, for this uh, on my phone. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at the Derby Kid. Uh, I am also on YouTube with a personal YouTube channel that I have, YouTube.com/slash/DuckMilkProd. I'm doing some uh, uh, analysis an- analysis of Batman v Superman: Dawn of Justice reviews uh, that were listed on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, so if you're interested in that, uh, definitely check me out over there. I'm doing those Sundays at 4 p.m. Eastern uh, live streams uh, like this one. Uh, but hopefully I'll have better audio and a better <laughs> setup on Sunday. Uh, but you can check that out if you're interested in that. I'm also a contributor to the Justice League Universe podcast. So if you want to listen uh, to that, you can do that as well. And I think that's going to do it for this episode of Supergirl Radio. I really appreciate everybody's patience and hanging out with me while Morgan is out uh, this week. But uh, until next time, I'm still Rebecca Johnson. And we hope that you will go out and check out Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow and support Supergirl Comics. The CW are just trying to win the time slot war with Supergirl Radio. Supergirl Radio is going live every night of the week. How do you like it? It's being, becoming a human burrito, a plus or a minus. I don't know. It does seem snug. I mean, they say you are what you eat. Oh, oh no. Yeah. So I do a podcast called Supergirl Radio, and one of our segments is Lena Luther Boardroom or Ballroom. <laughs> she looks like a boss in this coat. Nasty Luther, like a different Luther. It's not just Lena being mean. No. <laughs> Helen Slater here. It's so fun to know that you're hosting a podcast called Supergirl Radio. Supergirl Radio.